0: Hi, this is Veronica Redd, and you're listening to TV
1: Confidential. Ed Robertson, author, guest, the Reverend Dr. Susan Johnson Cook, the nationally known author, ambassador, pastor, motivational speaker, and former Presidential Advisor, also known as Dr. Sujay, and America's Queen of Inspiration. Dr. Sujay's latest book, Rhythms of Rest, 40 Devotions for Women on the Move, is a series of devotions that teach the principle of sela. Selah being the Old Testament word that means to pause, rest, reflect, and stop. Rhythms of Rest available wherever books are sold through our daily bread publishing, and Amazon.com. Another a serendipitous discovery about Selah, and I believe this is something you yourself learned, Dr. Sujay, during the retreat session that uh, led to the development of the Rhythms of Rest book. Selah, the word Selah is also an anagram for the word heals. Very
0: much so. If you take the H and the E and the A and the L and the S, um, you have the word healed and so say Heals our soul that was discovered by one of the writers And contributing authors in this book Rhythms of the rest her name is Evelyn Miller Super and she was like, let's just look at these letters. I see healed and you know what the Selah is healing time and I'm like, wow, is that awesome. Again, we were by the seashore. We were watching the waves splash. We are away from the inner cities. We most of the urban areas where most of us serve. And it was like, wow, just stop long enough. The other thing, I was on the beach, and it, it, I just put it up as a motivational moment, but it was lots of sand. And if you look in the midst of sand, there are little seashells every now and then. And so I put one of these seashells on top of a pile of sand, and I said, you know what it looks like in life, everybody's ignoring you, God's ignoring you, but in the midst of it, he sees this one little seashell that stands out in the midst of all these sands, and that's how I feel that our lives are, that we stand out, even though there are a lot of people around us, even though there's lots of busyness and lots of stuff happening around us, We stand out, and we're important to the Creator. So I want you to start this new year knowing that you are important, and no matter what's going on around you, in the midst of the sands, and even in the midst of the sandstorms that often arise, and the fog that often arrives, there is one place, that's you, one person that stands out to the Creator. And so I want you to know that and just be about good business, be about good health, be about being a good and kind person because you stand out. And there's this saying that I recently saw. It said, be kind to yourself and then when we put all that kindness together, it pours out into the world. And so then we have a kinder world. So that's what I want you to know this year. Be kind to yourself. You stand out. And when we put it all together, your kindness and my kindness, then we together can have a kinder world.
1: The healing power of Selah can also also comes into play, Dr. Sujay, when it comes to burnout. And bur- burnout is something, none of us are immune to it. I mean, we all have moments where we just feel overwhelmed. And even you have had moments of burnout in your life and career. Oh,
0: early on, I was a pastor at 26 years old, a senior pastor of a parish. And now that I look at it, that was so young. So all of my 20s, all of my 30s, all of my 40s, All my 50s were in a parish, and usually the people were older than me, but they all had issues. That's what people do. And I was like, I burnt out in my seventh year. I had not put any boundaries, office hours. I was just a young single woman about to change the world and change the lives of everyone, and I burnt out. And out of that burnout, I was blessed with a gift of a sabbatical year at Harvard University, and I lived in the business school campus and so it was right next to the Charles River. And so from walking around that river, because I walk every morning, I got the book, Too Blessed to Be Stressed. And it's for how to bounce back from burnout, but also how to prevent burnout. And it's scriptural steps, Selah steps, to how to prevent burnout. And part of that is just taking time for yourself, putting some boundaries. And I learned that the word vacation means vacate the premises. Mm-hmm. The word recreation means recreation. But you have to take time for that which you have poured out to be able to be poured back into you. Because we need to be replenished because we give so much of ourselves in life, whether that's to our families, to our companies, to our communities, to our congregations. And when is there time for us to receive? So Selah is part of it and Selah means go away from where you normally are. I don't believe in staycation. That's not one of my (laughs) S's. You know, if you stay in the same place that has burned you out, all you'll have is more burnout. Yeah. Four days of burnout. So vacation means vacate the premises. Even if that means checking into a hotel downtown from where you live, four blocks away from you, just getting out of the regular routine is what I promote. And so Selah is the way to do it and have your moments when you are alone with your creator and that you take the time to hear, to listen, to reprioritize, and then you can go and grow. And so that's one of the burnout preventions. Take the time. Put those boundaries up. I need to share this with you. So this past holiday, I took two weeks between... Christmas and New Year's, which many people have taken, but I really honored it. I told people, I put my outgoing respond message out there. I said, I'm not going to check emails. And, of course, 25,000 <laughs> on Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. Like, this can't wait. And I just wouldn't respond. And I took two weeks vacation on the beach where I need to go mm-hmm. for me. And do you know when I came back, I am so recharged. hmm and the, the things that people felt were so important took five minutes for me to deal with in the new year. Like, why did I need to see this Christmas Eve? Why couldn't this wait to January 9th? And so I just advocate for take care of yourself first. In fact, when you fly, they say, put your oxygen mask on first. And then,
1: On the line with us is the Reverend Dr. Susan Johnson-Cook, a.k.a. Dr. Sujay, a.k.a. America's Queen of Inspirations. Dr. Sujay's books include Rhythms of Rest, 40 Devotions for Women on the Move, a series of devotions built around the concept of Selah, Rhythms of Rest, available wherever books are sold through our daily publishing and Amazon.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Dr. Sujay also released another book recently called My Fabulous Fifth Chapter. My Fabulous Fifth Chapter It's my turn now, a book that explains why there are five chapters in each of our lives and how what we learn from the first four chapters not only set the stage for our fabulous fifth chapter but can keep us from falling into a rut we'll talk some more about my fabulous fifth chapter in just a second but that book is also available through judson press and amazon.com do we have to go through the first four chapters in order to discover the fifth chapter yes
0: yeah, this chapter really means any number of after fifth so, you know, we get our AARP card, which is really sobering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I still still can't get any other date right, but on your 50th birthday, you get the AARP card. Yeah. Baby, you are in another chapter of life. Yeah, And so it's for anyone who's 50 over. And so, yeah, you have to go through all of the other stages of life. The first chapter is you're born and everything is done for you. The changing of the diapers, the pampers, all of that. The next stage is your toddler years. You know, they teach you how to use the potty for yourself. Um, Some call it the terrible twos, and you are terrible, but you're learning to say yes and no, and dada and mama. Then there's the next of your teenage years. You know the rules, but you try to push it. You try to push the envelope. You break the rules. You're discovering what life is about still with the care and the authority of your parents. Then there are your young adult and adult years. And that's the fourth chapter. You are putting into practice. You're trying to find your lane. You're discovering. You're making contributions. You're voting. You're learning what it is to be a citizen of this world. But the fifth chapter, I call it, the subtitle says, it's my turn now. You don't have to prove anything. Your kids, if you have them, are now on their feet Um, Sometimes you're a caregiver for your parents still, but you're really at the point where you say, I have given to everyone else in my life. I've learned all the rules. Now I give myself permission to have a good life, to have good times, to really put myself, the dreams that I never got into practice because I was helping others get their dreams. So this is my saying, dreams do not have an expiration date. So you want to open a zoo, open a zoo. You wanna to go to Turkey and to or to Venice, you go to Turkey and to Venice if the borders are open. But you begin to do some of the things that you've always wanted to do but really never had a chance to do. And so it's really giving yourself permission to enjoy the fifty plus life. Dating, mating, relating. You may be a widow, you may have never been married and so you, you say, I wanna I really want to relationship companionship well you can do that with giving yourself permission so my fabulous fifth chapter is to be fine fit and fabulous to not give up on working out in fact that's the very time you need to make sure you work out <laughs> to make sure that you have fine and fabulous friends who surround you and so every friday for six weeks on my youtube channel youtube.com slash ambassador J, we're going to be showing fabulous fit friday and i have interviews with my friends some still from childhood and teenage years and we just talk about what it's like to be alive and so my tagline is may the rest of your life be the best and most blessed of your life we're not going to shrivel up like little raisins no baby we're going to be the big Concord grapes <laughs> that are juicy and alive <laughs> and that, you know we're off the vine now nobody's holding us back and we're celebrating our lives, and so there'll be different conversations from kids, from folks from my childhood, from my college years, some from my graduate school years, and some who have met later in life, and we just talk about the good things in life, and things that we did together, and things that we're doing now. One of my friends wanted to be a nurse, and so she went back to nursing school in her 40s, was a nurse in New York City at the hospital, and then in her 50s met and married a man, and they are living out in the Midwest. And she's a nurse, like when people fall out in the mountains or in the forest, she's one of those nurses that helps people when they have fallen out or broken a limb, and they need special attention, like in the forest and on the mountains. So there's a special care nurse. And she's loving it, and she's living life. And we're like, "Go for it, girl! You know, just go for it. Do everything you need to do." And that's the kind of lives we have. We come together at parties sometimes for each other's birthdays, and we just celebrate when we can. And COVID doesn't keep us back because we've got Zoom, and we have just as much fun on Zoom. You know, with our pajama pants at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And we put a decent top on sometimes, but it's like these are real friends, and so let's do it as long as we can.
1: My fabulous fifth chapter. It's my term now by Dr. Suje. Available wherever books are sold through Judson Press and Amazon dot com. It sounds like if I'm listening, if I'm hearing you uh, right, uh, Dr. Sujay, It sounds like part of what makes the fifth chapter of life so fabulous is it allows us to recognize the wisdom we obtained from the first four chapters and apply that to what lies ahead.
0: Totally. You're absolutely right. It's so accurate because we have learned the lessons from the, that childhood where they kind of changed your pants to the twos where they were like, you're going to go sit in the corner, young lady, to the teenage years where you have a curfew and you're timed out, young lady or young man, Um, to the adult years where it's like, you know what, you really need to look at this lesson again. And so in the fifth chapter it's like you don't you don't want to repeat the lessons. You've learned the lesson. <laughs> You've had the experience. You don't want the time out. In fact you want the time in. Mm-hmm. And it is the collective wisdom of what it means to have enjoyed life, to learn life's lessons. in our lives that we've been able to walk in or drive in but you get to the point you're like do I really want to get up at six in the morning you know do I really want to be accountable to someone and so many are opening businesses many are saying I'm ready to retire Um, many are saying I can do it collaboratively with someone else and I don't have to take all the weight You make those choices, as you say, from life's experiences. Remember my words, consolidate, collaborate, delegate, and eliminate. And so I put into a pile all the life lessons, all of the nonprofits, all of the companies I'm running, and I said, why do I need to run four nonprofits and a business? Which nonprofits can be consolidated? (laughs) Which um, nonprofits with whom can I collaborate what can I take off my plate that really isn't relevant anymore? You know, they talk about pivoting um, during COVID, but pivoting means adapting, being flexible enough to make some changes and to not say, not to worry that because I made this change, I'm not going to live. You know, we've put, many of us have put enough away for retirement. And so we can play a little. It's like, you know, we don't know when that moment's going to come. Uh, when we might have to go into nursing homes. Some of us hopefully don't have to. But we have enough to live the life we want, the way we want. And so it's really about making those choices from life experiences. And having seen others not make the right choices and not make good choices, it's about making great choices for your life. And this season, this fifth chapter of your life. So there are 50, 60, 70, 80-year-olds in these videos. And again, we call them Fabulous Fridays because I talk with my fabulous friends, black, white, Asian. We talk about life as we're experiencing it in our fifth chapter.
1: My fabulous fifth chapter is my turn now available wherever books are sold through Judson Press and Amazon.com. My fabulous fifth chapter, also in the name of the interview show. The Dr. Sujay host on the Ambassador J. YouTube channel.
0: It's called Live with Sujay is my show, and then the, the subtitle is Fabulous Fifth Chapter. So we'll keep the links up as, as long as you'd like. Um, you can go to YouTube.com slash Ambassador J. and we hope you'll subscribe and like and comment even right on YouTube so we can see what you're doing in your Fabulous Fifth Chapter or what you're doing with your rhythms of rest as well.
1: May I ask you one more question?
0: Sure. Okay.
1: This is a fluke of the calendar folks, but we are we are recording this conversation with Dr. Sujay a few days away from the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Dr. Sujay, I believe is the goddaughter of Coretta Scott King. May I ask when you think of Coretta Scott King, when you think of Dr. Martin Luther King, what word or words immediately come to mind?
0: Oh my goodness. Well, you know, also, as we're recording this, I'm in the city of Atlanta where they live. Oh,
1: I, that I didn't know. <laughs> yes. the
0: oldest daughter, Yolanda, who's also deceased, was my best friend. And that's how I came into the life of Toretta Scott King. But let me just say this. When I was in third grade, this is why relationships and thank you notes and so important. When I was in third grade, my parents took me to Hunter College Auditorium, which is in New York City. And the speaker was Dr. Martin Luther King, and with him was his wife, Coretta Scott King. They were very rarely not together. And so we could go up to the stage back then. There wasn't all this security and all that. And so she bent over, and I asked her for her address, and I wrote Mrs. King a thank-you note. 234 Sunset Avenue, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia. Many years later, I become best friends with her daughter, Yolanda. I end up going to that same home, 234 Sunset Avenue, Northwest in Atlanta, staying in the house and in the room where Dr. King and Mrs. King lived. And so you never know how life is going to take you. So fast forward, when I think of them, I think not only of the civil rights activists, but I got to know the woman who was beside him, who changed the world along with him. Her kindness, that word I keep talking about, her kindness, her gentle, she was a gentle giantess, if we put the a feminine word to it, mm-hmm. and up until the day she died, you know, I was with her in her hospital room. And so when I salute and I celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday, I also celebrate Mrs. King and Yolanda because, for me, the women who were in their lives are equally important. And so I remember her as a heroine, as a cheerleader, as a champion. And so the last service, the last Martin Luther King service that she was alive, In Ebenezer Baptist Church where he pastored, she honored me by asking me to be the keynote speaker. And so that picture was on the front of USA Today that year. And so I will forever honor her, um, both in life and in her memory. And so that's who I think of. And I thank Yolanda for her friendship. We were BFF. She was the godmother of my youngest son, Christopher, but she was part of my family. And so I miss them dearly, but I honor their lives because they live, as the Old Testament says, humbly, and they did justice, and they walked kindly. And that's what I want to be, and that's who I would like to be. Um, And so I celebrate. I'm going to try to find out um, where their burial is while I'm here and actually go honor them um, in their memory.
1: Rhythms of Rest available wherever books are sold through our Daily Bread Publishing and Amazon.com, my fabulous fifth chapter. It's my turn now. Also available wherever books are sold through Judson Press and Amazon.com. You can follow Dr. Sujay on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the Ambassador Sujay channel on YouTube. Dr. Sujay, thank you so much. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again one of these days on TV Confidential.
0: Well, this has been awesome being with you, and thank you for honoring me with this interview.
1: One more item. If you love Ella Fitzgerald, our friend Jeffrey Mark celebrates the music of the First Lady of Song every week on Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. You can hear Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear,